Welcome to Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons, aka ADHD and D, an experimental and real play D&D podcast that uses 5e to tell a story and mess around a bit. I'm Orion, the DM, and in tonight's episode we have Brett playing Theron, our Elven rogue. If this if this Theron last name unknown was going to get out of town, what was the best way out? Please help me, please. So we're starting out. It's been We'll say it's been like two weeks since Brack res- Brax rescued you from the Punchington Brothers. And then basically, how did he do it? Not ex- He didn't blackmail you into it. He basically said, what did he say? Because he hasn't taken your blood yet, right? Like that wasn't part of what right. happened but, yet. No, but he, but he did kind of blackmail him. Blackmail Theron, he like basically said I saved your life you owe me yeah um, so and Theron's like tried to kind of leave anyway and Brax didn't let him and Theron just watched him murder like four people I think three it was people? three three yeah three people Punchington brothers and that that the random scout that I threw girl. in there for yeah yeah um so Theron's hands were kind of tied you know and he was like yeah I'll do one job with you but one job and then we're done. Yeah, and Brax hasn't told him that the one job he needs him for is on a different continent and, like, might take a few months to even get to. Um. <laughs> well, of course. Why would he tell him that? Theron would run. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. How do I want to start this? You're sitting around a campfire. It's been two weeks, and Brax is sitting sharpening his knives. He isn't saying anything. He's just sitting there. And I feel like in these few weeks, you've learned that you talk a lot, and he barely says anything to you most of the time. Uh, <laughs> so it just turns into you talking to yourself more than anything else. Right. It sounds like their relationship. Yep. Because Theron hates awkward silences, and he feels the need to fill those silences. So with Brax, it's constant silence. So yeah, I think... Theron has talked a lot in these two weeks and basically about nothing the whole time, too. Probably said the same things a lot. Yeah, because Brax doesn't like give him any anything to go off of. He if he asks Brax a question, Brax will just be like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's probably what Theron has been doing. Or I say probably. That's what like Theron's been doing these two weeks is trying to get a read on him. You know, like saying something crazy to see how he reacts to it. Oh, he didn't react to that. Let me say something else crazy. No reaction. All right, let me ask him like, uh, you know, what his favorite drink is. Like, so he can get drunk next time we go to an inn. And he's like, Brax is like, I don't know. Yes. You ask him like, well, do you like, do you like this or do you like this? And Brax goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Brax is sitting there, sharpening his knife. What are you doing? What time of day is it? It's evening. You guys camped out for the night. And we've camped out in the woods? Yeah, he's he, he likes to avoid the towns and the inns, so you haven't actually stayed anywhere nice for the last in two, two weeks. weeks. Okay, and we haven't done anything that could be a yep. job <laughs> either, right? No, you have not. He's been You've been traveling, let's see, you were... He's you've been traveling north toward Loot Pole for the last two weeks. Would I have any idea how close we are? Mm, 
I guess you could roll history or survival and just see if you could figure it out. Let me say, I got to go to my phone for my character sheet since my character sheet has me at level four or five. Doesn't matter. They're the same modifier. So, um, I'm in this, uh, on rolls. Just already logged in on my computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Theron has no idea how close yeah. to loot pool you are. Surely we're close. <laughs> Surely. Um. So we're are we um settling down for the night? Yes. He's made a fire. He's laid out his bedroll, and he's just sitting there sharpening his knife. So, um, Brass, we've been traveling in um through the woods a lot. Uh yes. I. And obviously, we're close to loot pool at this point, but I mean, there's towns between. We're still we were, a dozen pool. days out. Dozen? Yep. The gods. Yes. That's nearly two more weeks. Yes. A dozen. Hmm. Are we a dozen? Are we a dozen days out, Brass? Or are we. Wait, never mind. Um, <laughs> confused myself there for a second. Um, so, uh, maybe tomorrow night we could stay in a town. I'm sure there's one close by. Yes? No. No, there's not one close by, and no, we can't stay in one. Yes. So you do that a lot. That wasn't a yes or no question, you know? So then I ask you a yes or no question and you don't say anything. Interesting. Very interesting, Brass. Um uh there and searches through his bag for probably like the tenth <laughs> time today. Uh looking for something to drink because he drank all the wine he had in his bag days ago. Uh and sighs, puts his bag back down. So what's uh what's this what's this job that you have for me? <sighs> It's a bounty. I'm not much of a bounty hunter. I just need your... <laughs> I feel like I'm doing his voice too gravelly and not yeah. pissy enough. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't think he's that deep. He's not that deep. He's more like, yes, I don't yeah, know. I need you not to kill the bounty, but to help oh, me catch the bounty. Um... Hmm. Well, yes. I mean, I, I, I guess that's better than than killing. Who is it? What did you say, Brett? Bra- uh, what's your name, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> um, he asked who it was, who the bounty was. Somebody. Mm, that's very enlightening. Um, it'd be very easy to find. Yes. Not you know, sharing no information with me whatsoever. I'll tell you when it's time. Right now. We're just traveling buddies. Oh, yes. Buddies, indeed. I think buddies talk more than you do, Brex. Um, uh, All my friends talk this much. Do they? Who are your friends? Very quiet campfires. Oh, you mean they talk as much as you? Yes. I thought you meant they talk as much as me. I thought that would make more sense. They sound like a like just a very lively bunch. Nobody I've ever met talks as much as you. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
I think that's the nicest thing you've said to me so far. Yes. Make for me a perception roll. Uh-oh. Phone's about to die, so I'm going to go ahead and open this character sheet up on my computer. I guess I should open up Brax's just in case. I usually just make up stuff anyways. <laughs> oh, Nat 20. That's how that's happening. Now I understand. <laughs> Where did you roll this time? Just on your phone? Uh, no, I haven't rolled it. No, no, no. I was saying for you making oh. stuff up. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, motherfucker, I'm in here now. Where? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm in rolls. I don't see your nat 20. Dang it. All right, Dang Blake. it, I just said I rolled a 6 <laughs> last time so that I could save it for a good one. I can see that you rolled a 6. <laughs> Perception. Yeah, that's your wisdom modifier plus proficiency if you're proficient. I am proficient in it. I'm an elf. That's a 23. Ooh, nice. All right. So with a 23 perception, you see Brax also like his... He doesn't have ears, so his ear holes, like, twitch, and he, like, also perks up, and then as he does that, you also hear a crack in the woods of someone stepping on a branch. And then, so what do you do when you hear that crack? Um, his hands go to his short swords, but he doesn't draw, and he looks at Brax, like, to make sure Brax heard it, and then is gonna look off in the direction that he heard the crack. Okay. And just be ready. What's your AC? Oh, jeez. 15? Level 1? I mean, if your armor is a regular light armor of 11 or 12 plus well, that's, your That's dex, what it is. I yeah, mean... it's leather armor. 11 plus 4. Oh, cool. That's actually the same as Brax's, so <laughs> you guys have the same AC. I God, I forgot how good their stats were. I've been running Malin for so long. Her stats are so shitty. Oh, oh yeah. She sucks. God, yeah, she's so bad. 11, <laughs> 14... 12, 11, 11, 18. She has three zeros. <laughs> and they're all 11s. That's horrible. They're all so close. Anyways. A arrow comes flying through the air and hits Theron for three points Yikes. of damage. I'm still, I am still level one, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, that hurts. Yeah. And then another one hits Brax for two points of damage. That bastard. He takes it, like, it scratches him, but doesn't stick, and he, like, just wiggles out, and he he stands up and faces the way the arrows came from, and I need you to roll initiative. And Theron's, like, hits deep in his shoulder. Oh, I put it on my calculator. I did plus three. That made my health look a lot better. I don't know why I'm using a calculator. It's just habit. <laughs> I have yeah. no health. Yeah, he hits Theron, he's like, FOSH! Almost falls off the stump he's sitting on. <laughs> yeah, real quick before we get into this, I'm gonna put the dogs to okay. bed. I got a 15 on initiative. All right, you got a 15 for your initiative. Yes, sir. Okay, I guess I'll roll for Brax and see what he gets. He gets a four. Who's up? There's so many fire emblems. You have the highest dex modifier. Ah, You're going first. Can I see the person that shot me? Uh, you have dark vision, so yeah. You can see about 40 feet away, like right, a little bit outside of the range of the fire. There are There is an orc with a bow. And next to him is a... It, there are two humans and then another. God, there's so many. Only yeah, four. Only four. 
uh, I'm barely above half health before combats began, but there's, you know, there's only four. Um, there's only four. That's fine. Theron's going to jump up, draw his short swords, and point to the group and yell at Brax, like, there they are. And then he's going to move his entire movement speed, which is 35 feet, in the opposite direction um, of these four. <laughs> and use Mask of the Wild to hide. Make a stealth roll? This will be my bad roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. Plus six or plus eight? Plus eight. God, plus eight at level one. That's a 19. <clears throat> That's ridiculous. Okay. So you hide. You run and hide. And then these four charge in toward Brax, because he's got the lowest initiative. He'll be fine. <laughs> he's got this. That's sad. Um. Oh. I can close Zane's. I don't need Zane's character sheet open. Hey, you never know. <laughs> oh, that could be Would pretty be cool, really though. weird. Zane could pop up here because of Forbes. It could be. That is true. That is very true. Didn't even think about that. And I did think about having. Oh, I'm not going to say that. No, yeah, I don't want to know. We'll leave that. I don't for think later. Um, sounds good. There's so many things that I've like. Forbes is just opening up so many realms of possibilities that it's it's hard not to just turn everything into yeah. It's gonna to it's Forbes. gonna wind up being like the common denominator between so many things. I've, oh yeah, yeah. I've already connected it to Killer and Nightwing. Now to Chris, Gunner's in it. They have a connection to Viraline and I mean, Heggy. The best connection, yeah, are the Hunters. <laughs> the absolute best connection. <laughs> That's definitely the my that's that's my favorite for sure. <laughs> God, dude, you sent that to me, and I couldn't stop grinning like a fucking idiot. I was like, "Yes, yes." I am oh, mad I at myself though for making Bill the one that talked a lot instead of the one I got Bill and someone else. Yeah, I got Bill and Hunter mixed Hunter. up. Hunter. Yeah, because it was it, their names were Bill Hunter and then Number Two. <laughs> Which was a stupid and awesome joke by you, because their original names were Hunter and Hunter Number Two, and and we just rolled with it. Number Two with it. Yeah. and Bill, and then I created Bill. Oh, you created Bill. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, I threw Bill in there. I'm pretty sure because you had done. I think we. I think okay. we both made tuppers that for was, everybody. That was back in our uh, early days. And we shared more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we talked before Jackie stole you. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to tell them you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're <laughs> yeah. This is why we don't get anything done. You and I should not. You and I should not we do can't stuff be left together alone. without somebody else. <laughs> we need a supervisor. <laughs> this is why our audio, our sessions always end up being like 45 minutes of actual audio because I have to cut out a half hour or more. <laughs> That's, of I was going to say, never mind kidding. that we play for two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so no good. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm also just delaying the fact that I have to do so many rolls in a row. Just going to hide and watch combat. And, yeah. 
Just checking the monster sheets I have pulled up. I have a website that I really like for it. Oh, so, um, it's a French website, but it works out really well. Um, huh. all right. So I'm gonna just do these rolls real quick. We got four people attacking Brax in one go. Two of them hit. So the he, the two humans, the orc and the knoll, all run straight up to Brax and. Like, it goes, like, the orc first runs up and hits him real quick, and then the second, then the human runs up and Brax manages to dodge that. The second human runs up and Brax manages to dodge that, and then the knoll runs up and hits him again real quick. And they do, they do ten damage total. Not great, not horrible. Um, and then it is Brax's turn. <laughs> <laughs> And Brax is gonna... Who will Brax swing at first? I think he'll just swing at the orc, because he was the first one up. So let's see. One attack, two attacks. The second attack, he gets more damage because of his magical weapon. The only homebrew that I have ever made uh, <laughs> is, is Brax's, Brax's sword. Oh, okay. I've not seen it either. It's hmm. Bloodfang. Uh, I have to keep bouncing me. I, I need to get the, you know, a computer with five screens so I don't have to keep bouncing back and forth constantly between pages. Yeah, I'm going to eventually build a desktop computer and have at least two monitors on it. Four, six, thirteen, fourteen. Okay, so he takes out the orc in one go. Jesus and then as a bonus action, As a bonus action, he does Curse of the Marked, the Blood Curse of the Marked, I should say, on one of the guys. On one of the humans. And then it's your turn. Okay, um... <laughs> Darren's gonna move 35 feet away from combat and hide again. You're moving 30 feet... 30 more feet. So you 35, already moved, but yes. Thir- so you moved 30 feet... 35 feet originally out of the thing mm-hmm. and then another 35 feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. No reason I'm being close. I need you to make a perception. got arrows. I need you to make a perception perception roll. Oh no, that does not sound good. That's a twenty, not natural. Okay. As you move thirty five feet away, you come. You just something kicks in, and you look before you run, and you spot another orc coming right toward the camp from that side, like coming straight at you right now. Does he see me? Uh, if you haven't started to move, then he has not seen you yet. Okay, so was is this perception before I move or after I move? I'm going to say the perception was f- before you move. Okay, so Theron would want to move that way, but then he sees... Yeah, if this orc is coming this way, he's uh, going to stay where he is and stay hidden. Okay. The orc moves to within 10 feet of you, but he doesn't see you. He's holding two javelins in his hands, and he's about 10 feet away now. Um, that's his turn, and then I guess we're, if that's all you're doing, then we're back to the other four trying to, or three trying to attack Brax. Yeah, Theron just lets his NPCs misses, kill everyone for him. Misses, misses, Okay, so they all missed Brax. <laughs> God. And then I'm just gonna roll both Brax's attacks. He attacks the human first, and we're gonna see what happens. Oh shit, he misses both times too. So, they're just fighting over there. Also, we probably should cut this, but it's just occurred to me that even if this 
orc runs past me, I can't kill him. Because in a recent episode, Theron had a like heart-to-heart with Gideon about how he had never killed anyone before he was with Pascal and Gideon. <laughs> so yeah. I can't be killing people well, in this. Although I probably can't. I mean, I, I, in my, I heard you say that, and I was like, well, we'll see. Because, I mean, you have also set Theron up to be a very big liar. That's true. And no matter how much the heart-to-heart goes... I've never killed before this, you know? It's really upsetting to me. And then you, and then you like, think back. Oh, except for that one time I killed that orc, but, you know. <laughs> Which, honestly, might prove his point even more, though. That he's like, didn't bother me, and I thought it was supposed to bother you. That he could have that heart-to-heart yep. and think he's telling the truth. I think, like, two days later, go, Oh, Rack. Oh, I actually... <laughs> I had killed someone before I met them. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, when I heard that, and I was like, man, we still have a few backstory episodes, I was like, I should just throw him into combat a bunch and make him kill people. And be like, oh, you said you didn't kill anybody, but in this backstory episode, you killed eight people. Uh- <laughs> 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 Alright, Javelin Guy... I think Javelin Guy is just gonna throw his javelins from where he is and see what happens. Oh, he gets a throw... Three plus, it doesn't matter what it's plus, it's a three. Alright, we're back to you. Javelin guy is still ten feet away from you. He just threw his javelin and went flying by Brax. Man, if you would have rolled a one, I would have just let him kill one of his buddies. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. You see the javelin go flying by, and like, one of his buddies goes, fuck, that was close. (laughs) So, yeah, so Brax definitely knows this guy's here now. Uh... Yeah, he saw the javelin fly. So I don't have to warn him. Um, <laughs> hmm. This guy would probably see me if I tried to move, right? I mean, you could try to move and just be stealthy. It is nighttime. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do that then. I'm going to try to sneak 35 feet away and be behind this orc and still moving away from combat and Brax. Okay, make another stealth roll. So that's an 11. That's an 11. Hmm. Okay. Three plus eight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was I saying his turn was after or before yours? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. He threw the javelins. Yeah. yeah so now we go back to the three guys trying to attra- attack Brax. And Brett leaves the campaign. Mm-hmm. 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 I was okay. trying to click on a tab and clicked X on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, oh, no big deal. I'm not using that tab. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've done that. Jeez. Alright, they... One of the three hits Brax, actually, but only does three damage to him. That first time he's been hit? Brax is gonna try to attack... Uh, No, he's been hit three times now. No, four times. He got hit twice by the swords, once by the arrow, and then now this time. And then Brax attacks... Yeah, he might go down. I wonder what you will do then. Same plan. (laughs) Just more desperate. This guy has... (laughs) He hits, he hits, he hits, he hits. Okay, cool. So he cuts through one of the humans in a quick slash and then turns to the second human and cuts him down as well. Brax doing what Brax do. (laughs) It's fun because, like, against you, these one-eighth challenge-rated people, like, it's actually a challenge. But then I throw him against a level five Brax, and it's just, like, knife going through butter. He's taking four hits, and it's barely putting Yeah, I mean, I got hit. When 
before combat really started and took three damage with my eight max HP. Yeah, his max HP is 56. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, he's taken like, I th- he's taken 18 damage and he's fine. And he's cut down three of them. Um, And then the orc that's near you spots you trying to sneak with his nat 20 perception roll that he did earlier. Oh, fosh! And what's your AC again? 15. 15, yeah. Same as Brax. I should have remembered that. Same as Brax. Plus five to hit. Oh, yeah. Okay. He rolls rolls a 15. That hits. Oh, that hits. 1d6 plus three. Oh, Oh, no. He does five damage to you. (laughs) Darren, Darren goes down. (laughs) I had five HP. Shit, he rolled a two. <laughs> God. Alright, Theron's in death saves. <laughs> 35 feet away from Brax. 70 feet away from Brax? 70 feet no, away No, no, th- 35, 35, because you never went the second. I because did this the second time. I thought that's oh, when I got spotted. Not the third time. Uh, the second time you did, and the third time you did. Second, but the third time I did. But- Third time, you weren't running straight away from him, though. You were, like, trying to run to the side. So I'd say you're probably, like, 50 feet away from Rax. Okay. <laughs> you have a javelin through your chest. Oh, um, God. <laughs> Can't hit with a javelin. Yeah. Yelling, the guy, the yelling n- oh, fuck, in Elven, though, are, like, that's perfect last words for Theron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost disappointing uh, that he's going to survive this. You don't know that. <laughs> we've talked true. about the We've talked about the doppelganger effect. The doppelganger. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight, nine. So Brax gets hit again, takes some damage. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And then does some damage back, but the Knoll is still standing because he actually has the most health. The orc does more damage, but the Knoll has better health. So they're the same challenge rating. Knoll's also got a 15 AC. Alright, make a death saving throw. We haven't done these that much. That's what I was about to say. I haven't, I haven't done one of these in a long time. I don't add anything to it, right? Nope. It's just, just a straight, straight up D20. Roll. Well, that's Ooh. a three. That's a fail. That's one fail. Okay. So then I'm going to do my rolls. The guy who just took you down charges at Drax now because he used up both his javelins he had and hits him with a nat 20. Now, still only does eight points of damage. So Brax is starting to look a little worn out. The Null misses. And then Brax attacks the Null again. Hits once. Gets to do a little bit of added damage for his blood. He cut. So Brax cuts down the Null. You can't see any of this because you're unconscious on the ground, bleeding out. Right. With a arrow in you and a javelin in you. You're starting to look a little bit like, you know, a pincushion. Um, <laughs> Does that mean so only make the... Your, your, make your... Only the javelin guy is still alive? Yep, he's the last one standing, as far as you know. Oh, God. All right, you need to make your second death saving throw. That's five. Fuck. Holy shit. Maybe we shouldn't have joked about the doppelgangers so much. I know, right? Okay, Javelin Guy attacks Brax again. Ooh, rolls a two, so it does not hit. And then Brax attacks him back. 17, and misses once. All he has to do is get a good damage die. Okay, he cuts down the orc and is running toward, and then like moves towards you, because he knows which way you went, and he heard you swear. Um, 
<laughs> I need you to make your make your last make your possibly last death saving throw. Oh my gosh, that's a seven. That's a seven. Okay, so Theron dies. Well, holy shit! Right. We're gonna have to tell everybody we're gonna re-record the whole rest of the show. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we gonna do? If this wasn't a backstory, I mean, you if we would have done this before, I would have, yeah, Theron would be right, dead. I would have be making a new character. character. But now Brax gets to you. Brax cuts down the last orc and moves to where he heard you swear. And you're laying there bleeding out, unconscious. And then you wake up. And this was all a dream. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brax isn't a real person. Brax isn't a real person. Everything's been a dream since you... Since uh, you pulled that job and you wake up and Ada's right next to you. Uh, no. <laughs> that would be such a bullshit way to like end everything. <laughs> in the main campaign yeah, like that. <laughs> oh, it would be so bullshit. <laughs> I would be pissed at myself if I did that. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, all these characters, like pick any character, you know what I mean? Like, let's say it's there and here. You're like, yeah, Hoss, Gideon, they're not real. This was just a very, very vivid dream that Theron was having. He wakes no, up. No, we don't even open up. Th- we we don't even do it to Theron. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Kazars wakes up and goes, "Man, that was a weird dream." That <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you were gonna do it, that's what you would need to do. One of the side characters. <laughs> Cass wakes up and goes, man, I had a really vivid dream. Man, I liked that dream. <laughs> Which would be really funny doing it as Cass, since he's the one character that we don't have any recordings for, basically. Yeah, so awesome. But we talk about a lot, so he's, like, referenced. <laughs> yeah, he's the one it should be, oh, if man. it's gonna happen. <laughs> he's more important than, than anyone realizes. Yep. Oh, boy. But, okay. Theron wakes up. You feel stiff and sore, and you have a bandage across... You have two different bandages across your chest at this point. And you are you see Brack sitting across the fire from you, leaning against a tree, holding... No, he's just leaning against the tree. He's kind of staring off into the distance. He looks like he's been... He's got a few wounds taped up and everything, and he's just... He's got a little bit of a smile on his face when you wake up. Ugh, why does this always happen around you? I think this was for you again. And he holds up a, a wanted poster with your face on it. And it says on it is Theron Ravaveris. Um, his eyes kind of bulge when he sees the name on there. But then he tries to like wipe it away quickly. And he he's like, oh, uh, oh, by the gods, that that doesn't even look anything like me. Oh, they drew me hideous. How yes, you look like a lot of other elves. I don't know how they could judge one from the others. Hmm. That's kind of a messed up thing to say, Brass. It's, it says they want you alive. What does it feel Did like? Do you know it- why? Yeah, that seems like a dumb mistake on these hunters. No wonder they couldn't handle me. Yes, um... Amateurs. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Rookies for sure. For sure. <laughs> Everything hurts. You might want to take it easy. You lost a lot of blood, and he like uh-huh. smiles at you smugly. Yes, I think I did. Thank you. I will take it easy. You're probably gonna have to start carrying me. No, we'll camp here till you can 
walk on your own. It'd probably be easier if we went to town. Ah, there's no town close by. Oh, there's got to be one close. There, no. <laughs> As he says this, he pulls up a bag that he pulls up a bag that you, he didn't have before, and he pulls out like a fresh rotisserie chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And pulls off a wing and takes a bite. <laughs> so, if it was modern day, it would be in like a plastic Walmart right. bag. <laughs> so I don't even have to roll insight, right? Like, he's clearly full of shit. I mean, you can still roll insight. I'm fine with you rolling insight. Right, I'm gonna roll it. You know, you you get a nat one and you actually believe him. Yeah. <laughs> get a get a one. Get a one. And I'm like, oh, it's terrible that there's that there's nowhere close by. That cooked chicken looks amazing, by the way. <laughs> Where'd you get that cooked chicken from? So I got a 22. Yeah, You know he's full <laughs> of shit. You know it so much. <laughs> you can almost smell the co- like the home cooking wafting in from the f- the from the the town that you're like five feet away from. Oh, <laughs> please, Brass. I know. I know we're close to somewhere. Can't I just sleep in a bed? I mean, look at me. I I need a bed. You want to know who is sleeping in a bed? Yep. These hunters. No. Do you want to risk that? I'd risk what? Risk them sleeping in a bed? Well, these... And he points to the five bodies that are actually, like, lined up next... Like, ten feet away from the fire. <laughs> <laughs> like he's drugged them all over and laid them out? Yep. Their pockets are gone through. These won't be the only ones looking for you. And if these posters are all over the place, you think they won't see you in this town? You know what? That's that's fair enough. Um, But maybe we could just run in quick enough to get a drink and drinks for the road. And I think they're a dry. I think they're a dry town. And then out of the same bag as the rotisserie chicken, he pulls out like a bottle of rum and a bottle of wine. <laughs> Darren just takes the bottle of wine. Unless- <laughs> you are out for a while. <laughs> he takes the bottle of wine unless Brax like, tries to keep him from doing it at all, and then I don't think he's strong enough to actually take it from him. But if he lets him, he's. Brax, Brax just hisses in laughter and then hands you the bottle. Oh yeah, he he pops that top and drinks it right from the bottle. Oh yeah, that's mm, that's good stuff. I mean, it's cheap, but it's it's good right now. It's what I needed. Um, so uh, <laughs> those posters are weird, right? It's probably from working with you. Uh, it says alive, and it s- says from Woodchester, which. That's not where I got you from. Where's Woodchester? It's that's the 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 capital city. Oh, uh, capital city of where? He just looks at you. It's for a thousand gold for you. I maybe you don't want to do this job with a thousand me anymore. Thousand gold pieces. And that's it. I could always use the dough. Yeah, not too you, much. Not you too. You turn little. me over for a measly thousand gold. One well, brass. I thought you had higher standards than that. That'll. That'll barely sit you up I mean, in an inn for a it's week. An e- it's, a, it's an easy thousand gold when all I have to do is drag you by your That's foot. True, it would be an easy thousand gold. I've had a lot more bounties that have left me a lot hurt. I've had, 
I've had a lot more bounties that have hurt me way worse than you could do right now. You know what? I'm not even offended. But, <laughs> bad news about as much as I wish you could just drag me by my foot and get this thousand gold, the bad news is we have this deal and I have to, I mean, you know, I'm a man of my word, so I, I have to do this job with you. Yes, you do, do have to. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you lost a lot of blood. He smiles okay. at you again. Now that's the second time you've said that in a cryptic way. What are you getting at? What's cryptic? Do you mean like what's cryptic in the way that you're saying it? Or are you asking me what the actual word means? What does the word mean? Okay, so it means you're being like mysterious, kind of creepy. You know, like, you're doing it on purpose? <sighs> yes. No. See, an interesting thing about you, Brass, <laughs> is I didn't ask a yes or no question, and your only response was yes, no. So uh, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take away from this. Yes. Mm, I should have known you would say that. Uh, he he takes another swig from the, <laughs> from the bottle of wine. He says, so really, like, did you just go into town and ask for the cheapest thing that they had? I said I had an unconscious elf, and to give me the best wine for an elf, and the humans in town gave me that. So, yes. Well, I can tell. Um, probably shouldn't have told them you had an unconscious elf if you're so worried about, uh, these people finding me. Speaking- I'm not the one worried. I think you're Oh, I'm never worried, worried. but speaking of people looking for me, and, you know, you needing me, because only I can find this, this person that you need- um, we, we should probably yeah. be on the move, you know? I would hate it for you if they found me, um, and arrested me if whatever it is they wanted to do. I, I couldn't even imagine why anyone would want me, much less want me alive, you know? So, we should probably start moving. I, yes. I think I'm okay to start moving now. We'll move in the morning. In the morning, yes. Um, how long was I... Just a few yeah, I hours. I thought for sure he was gonna say a dozen something dozen hours a dozen days <laughs> i thought about it i definitely thought about it <laughs> he did say you're a dozen yeah. days away from loophole all right well i i think i'll just i'll get some rest good idea don't want you to lose any more blood okay so you said it again why why do you keep talking about how much blood i've lost you need blood to survive okay you're right i do yes okay you're being weird, though. And then he moves, and a couple vials on his belt jingle, and he just hisses. It's in the vials. And then, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you know what's in the vials now, after the last main campaign episode. <laughs> yeah, now I do. <laughs> Aaron doesn't. Nope. Uh, <laughs> God. All right, so... Just the best thing, by the way, for you to put in those vials. I love it. <laughs> It was my favorite thing. It's it's made their relationship so complicated now, too, because that was the main reason he's hated Brax. So now he has this weird, oh yeah, my gosh, should I not hate him? And it's a very Theron move, even. So he's like, I almost kind of respect <laughs> that, that I've thought he's had this leverage over me because he has shots of brandy with him. Yep. And he never, he'll never ever say directly what it is, other than hinting at it. Uh, 
I love that in the the campfire when you got the vials, it was like, oh yeah, they have they have uh, runes on them, and you're just immediately like, oh crap, I don't want to touch that. Uh-huh. <laughs> when they're probably not even real runes now at this point, it's just something something no. else you put in them to freak out Theron. Yeah, everything was just just geared toward freaking out Theron. Blood hunters are all about their own blood, like using their own blood to do stuff. So it's not. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's mostly about their own blood more than actually, like, using other people's blood and stuff. So, alright, we're gonna skip forward a few more weeks, and your winter has hit, and it's freezing cold. (laughs) And we're still staying out of the towns? He's got you holed up in a town for right now, because winters on Aemon are not something to joke over. So he found a small... Like a small hamlet that just happens to have like a, a bed and breakfast and you're the Ugh. only people staying in it. And you've been in it for like a week straight now because it's you're snowed in. It snowed so much. Oh wow. That you literally can't leave the town. And we're the only ones in this bed and breakfast? Yep. I just beat the water, Jim and Scarlet and Violet. Um <laughs> What are you talking about? It's my... two thousand twelve. Oh yeah, sorry. In what is it? Red and yellow or something at that point? Pearl and diamond? <laughs> red uh, red and yellow. That's like 96. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I told Caden about the first Pokemon game and he's like, can we get that? I was like, "I, it, we would have to get so much stuff just to get that. Um, you can actually just get it on a DS. Yeah, I know. We actually have a DS and we could get it pretty easily. <laughs> I just don't want him gotcha. to know that. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so we're in this bed and breakfast. Yeah, I I just beat the water gym in in the second black and white game. There we go. That's 2012. Um, Not that you've been looking that up while I was gone. <laughs> black and white came out in 2010, and then black black two and white two came out in 2012. Hmm. All right. Um, it's still going to be funny because I'm going to be talking about Scarlet and Violet, and when this gets released, it will be sometime in like mid to late 2023 all right so we're snowed in yep and there's no one else in this you're snowed in nope it's a small bed and breakfast it's like a two-room place and it's just you and brax brax who has the rooms um you're sitting by the little fire that they have in like the common room which is basically just their the living room of this old elderly i mean this is a commonwealth but there are non-humans. I think she's a half-orc. An elderly half-orc who rents out her place just in case anybody does come through town and needs a place to stay. Okay, so this is probably not a big human um, town. No, it's it's a tiny hamlet. It's, it's usually probably more ignored than anything else, so non-humans can kind of live here a little bit easier. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say, is I don't know if this is right or not, but the way I've pictured it is, with the way the Commonwealth is, most of the big cities, you know, are humans and dwarves. And then in villages, if there's diversity. It's probably all diversity. You know what I mean? Like very few humans. Yeah. I mean, in small little towns where there's not humans. I think the big cities are divor- diverse. Big cities are diverse in the same way that Lootpool was, okay. where they are divided. Where like there's the dwarven sector, the human sector, and then the slums where all the non humans okay. live. So if they're like, like where Theron would have been staying in Winchester would have been a like not the best area because it is like 
non-humans are staying there, and obviously they wouldn't want that as much. So Woodchester is where Brax found Theron, right? Or where Theron ran from before he found Brax? He found it's where Th- yeah it's where Theron ran from, and it was like a week out from there, or a couple of days, or whatever. I said when the punching that's brothers what I was you, thinking so. it was. It wasn't like at Winchester. It was just close that's what to I was it. thinking. But I was you know thought Theron would still play dumb with Brax. Yeah. So at this point, is Theron pretty much back to normal, healed up, and yeah, he's. I mean. This yeah, is D&D, but, but I would say he's healed up enough to not, right. be, you know, your full health. It's you might be a little sore in the cold okay. weather, but that would be about it. Yeah, and you guys are just sitting in the common room, and Brax is sitting there. He's playing. He's playing dragon chess with the old half orc lady. Hmm. Can I just observe and see how good the two of them are? Yeah, make an insight roll. Or, I don't know, is it inside or just straight up intel? I think inside makes know. sense. Whatever you want to do. Unless you're going to say investigation. I mean, I Theron's think I'm proficient in dragon no, chess. And 11. You can't tell without playing against them whether or not these two are experts at the game. Like, masters and their moves are just all beyond you. Or if they're total idiots and they don't know how to actually play and so their moves are just that dumb compared to each other. You just can't tell. Either way, you're like, I don't know which way this could go. <laughs> and he's staring. So even though he's trying to pay attention, he's probably only half paying attention and getting drunk because he's bored. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, he'll be bored. like, oh, yeah, I was paying attention to that. And it's like 10 moves later. And he's like, whoa, whoa. Rax has the upper yeah. hand now. Was this through genius I missed play something. or blundering through for the both of them? It's actually like a whole complete... It's a completely different game. It's like the third game they played, and you think they're still on the first. How how did they get these pieces here? <laughs> so in the middle of their game, Theron's drinking a glass of wine, and he's like, uh, so, uh, Brass, um, you, you think we might could be headed out today? Maybe this, the snow's thawed enough, yes, to uh, find, you know, maybe a city? Uh, we're still a dozen days from Loot Pole. How long have we traveled since he said that last time? <laughs> Two weeks. Uh, uh, Brass, you said we were a dozen days away, and it, it's it been more than a dozen days since then. How far away is Loot Pool? No, it's, it's a dozen days. I don't... It's one okay, dozen days. It has to be less than what you think a dozen is, because we've we've traveled for for almost 14 days which means it can't still be a dozen you know we we have to be closer well dearie in this in in this weather dearie it could be a dozen days because even if you do strike out in a clear day the blizzards will keep you away from there i mean you're a little far west of loot pool at this point where'd you say you came from um we didn't but you you are saying where it doesn't He comes from Winchester. Oh yes, you're very far west. You do you, you know how oh, to get I don't. to Loot I was born and raised there and yes. um didn't really explore much, you know, poor family and all. <laughs> Need you to make a deception roll. But if he's not lying, his family's had some poor patches. <laughs> Never mind that he's dressed to the nines right now. 
That's a six. <laughs> yeah. God, he rolls like shit so much. Well, you, t- motherfucker. You, t- I didn't give the old lady a modifier, and she rolled a six. <laughs> so the old lady knows you're lying. Um, <laughs> but she just nods and says, "Okay, okay, dearie, your move, Brax." Ah, yes. I'm much better at alligator chess than That's dragon chess. He shrugs. A few days later, the snow finally lets up, and it starts to thaw a Oh, finally, bit. we can uh, leave now, right? <laughs> the snow. It's not nearly as bad. Yes, we have somewhere to be. And it's really a dozen days away this time. That's twelve. Yes. Unless a baker tells a dozen, you a dozen, yes. and then for some reason it's thirteen. Yes, baker's dozen is a weird number. I don't understand it. But yes, a dozen days away. How are you feeling, Theron? Are you fully recovered? I, you had lost yes. so much No, I don't blood. feel fully recovered, actually. I think I need a horse to ride. I, I'm not going to be good at walking, especially in the snow. I need a horse and a few bottles of wine uh, uh, to help me make this hard journey. It's going to be uh, so hard, Brass. I think you drank all she the wine that lady though. had, so I guess... We'll have to find another oh, town. Oh, well, you just hate that, don't wine. you? Okay, let's let's head to the next town. Okay. <laughs> just gonna keep jumping forward. Let's see. You've been with Brax. You've been with Brax for a month now. Um, <laughs> that was when you left the town. You've been with Brax for a month after the snowstorm. It's still winter and it's still cold, but at least the blizzards have gone by. So when we leave this town, um. After traveling for a few days, would I know? Actually, um, before we leave, would I have a chance to talk to this old lady whose name I can't remember? Um, like away from Brax. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, um, if you if you want to. Yeah, so he's gonna go up and talk to her. I guess one night, like when Brax goes to bed early and she's still awake. Um, and she's like, hey, um, so my my friend he. He's not the best with directions or numbers, as you can tell. Um, he's been not really taking us to cities. I think he's looked at a map, and he's just going in a straight line to Loot Pool. Could you, could you help us out and maybe like tell us some, some good stops we could make along the way to Loot Pool so I'm not sleeping in the woods every night? Well, from here, dearie, to go to Loot Pool, you have not a lot of stops. There's one small town a little bit northeast of here where you could possibly stop at. How close is this town? It's about six or seven days away. Okay. That might be your best bet, dearie. Okay. Um, What's the name of this town? What was that? What's the, what's the name of this town that we could stop at in six days? <sighs> Make me fucking randomly generate. I was gonna say that town name. That was a Ryan sign, not the, <laughs> not the NPC. <laughs> oh, it's the little town of Woodwind. Woodwind. Okay. Um. Woodwind. Wind. Okay. Um. Is this a small town? Big town? What are we looking at here? How is it? Is it bigger than here? Oh, it's definitely bigger than here, dar- darling. There's an actual inn right. there. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Um, could you maybe give me directions to get there so I can share them with Bress? No, just head, follow the road northeast. You'll be good. Follow the road, and I'll and I'll make it. Okay. Thank you so much. You've you've been yep. a great help. 
No problem. Oh, and here's a little something for you, troll. And he gives her a coin purse with 20 gold pieces in it. Oh, dear, that's so much. You don't need to give this to me. Oh, please, you're being too modest. I don't even know what I would spend it on. It's 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 barely anything. Okay, thank you, darling. She pockets it. Alright, so then, then, I, then I'm cool with jumping forward. Theron has his plan. Okay. Okay, you jump forward about, uh... Do, well, do we go to this town? Six days later, are we in this town? Because she said it was no. six or seven days away. No. Okay. Have we been staying six off the road? Six days later, you're in the mid. You have been heading northwest from where you are and staying off the road, yes. Okay. Um. So on day six, Aaron, I don't know how how successful he'd be at this, but you know they had to leave on the road, I assume, and then went off the road. He's been trying to keep in mind where the road is. Um, and on day six, first time that night, the first time Brax goes to sleep, Theron is going to try to track, well, not backtrack. He's going to try to cut to where, like through the woods to where he thinks the road is and then follow the road to this town. Okay. That she's talking about. Leaving Brax behind? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Make a stealth roll. 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you you get away from Brax during the night. You think he's asleeping or whatever, mm-hmm. and you you head the way you think the road is, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Make a wisdom saving throw. Seventeen. Oh, a seventeen. Hmm. It's maybe the most he's ever cared about anything. <laughs> <laughs> You backtrack a ways heading south and find the road after like an hour of walking. So then he's going to head north on the road. Uh, try to set a good pace because he thinks he's thinking she said six or seven days. We've traveled six days. I've found the road. Should, I should be close. So he's going to travel north on this road looking for this town. Okay. The road is heading the road heads west and east. Mm. So she say it was northeast or northwest. <laughs> she said it was northeast. But You've been, been traveling northwest. northwest for the last week. Alright, then he's gonna go east on the road. Okay. Hmm. You make it about a day's walk and you find a small town. It's not the town I came from though, is it? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger than yeah. that town. It's another little village, but this one is actually like more on the road. Well, yeah, let's let's go into town. Okay, you go into town. Um so she said something about there being an inn. Do I see the inn? You see a inn? Yes. All right. And, let's and, go up in there. And, see and, what's going on in and, the inn. And, and, and. Okay. It's a uh, you walk through the saloon style door. No, this is not Vindowin. You walk through <laughs> <laughs> the door into the bar, into the inn. And there's just, there's a few people sitting at tables, having a drink, bartenders t- sitting behind the bar. They're all humans, and they kind of look at you as you come in. Um, He definitely has his hood up, uh, as he does a lot when he's in the human territories in okay. um, Hellstar, you know, like hiding his ears. Uh, No one's gambling oh, yeah. in here, though. People drinking. What was that? Is anyone like, gambling in here, or is just a few people drinking? Just a few people drinking. No gambling. Uh, well, he's going to go up to the bar then and sit down, keep his hood up, 
try to keep his ears covered. Bartender looks at you and goes, what, what will he have? Um, I'll take the nicest wine, please, sir. He raises an eyebrow at your accent and goes, sure. And then, like, pours you a glass of wine and hands it to you. Darren takes a sip and then he looks at the wine and looks at him and he was, then he just seriously, you're nicest? This is, this is the nicest? Yep, that'll be a gold coin. Oh, sure. Why not just make it free? He flips him a gold coin. And he catches it and pockets it. Hey, so, um, it seems a little boring in here. Is there not, uh, is there, is there nowhere in town that's more lively? Yes. You want a party? Yes, of course. Who doesn't, right? Well, then you want to keep, then you probably want to keep going down the road. Hey, how far? Well, you want to go back a couple days and then just keep going past that little hamlet of a village there. And just keep following the road for probably about a dozen days. Oh god, it's always a dozen. Um. Yep, twelve. Going back south is probably not the best thing for me to do. Is there... And also, you don't know how happy I am that you just said that twelve is a dozen. Um, aside from that... Only bakers are dumb enough to have a different dozen. I know, right? Um... See, 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 I point that out because my father was a baker and it it, it, it really messed me up in my early developmental years. Oh, yeah, that would fuck you up real good. It does. It does. Oh, it's a baker's dozen. Thirteen. What the fuck is that? Right? It makes no sense. It's, it's yeah, it's it's nonsense. But if I were, let's say I was to travel north, is there, a, is there another town that might be a good place to go up north that's not lootful? North from here? Yes. You don't want to go north from here. I mean, it's just loot pool. And then there's nowhere else to the north. Loot pool and water. Uh, the mountains. If you want to go into the rock, hard rock mountains, you could go there. Mm, that doesn't sound like a fun place. On the other side of the mountains, there's supposedly a few towns or whatever, but I've never been that far north. Hmm. But not big towns? More like this? Nope. Loot pool's the only one. Hmm. And then... Let's say I go to the loot pool. There's nowhere east or west of there that that maybe I could go to, get lost in a crowd. Do you need a map? Because I could get you a map, and you could just stop asking dumb questions. Oh sure. Just read a fucking map. Map would be lovely. All right. The general store, general store down the street probably has a map or two. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Uh, he's gonna finish his glass of wine real yep. quick and get off to the general store. Okay, make a perception roll for me. That's a 16. You walk out of the bar, and you see a little bounty board in the middle of the town on your way to the general store, and you notice a poster of your face with your name on it. Okay, he's going to, on his way by, go to the bounty board, look around and make sure no one's looking, and take the poster down. There's two... There's two... Gentleman standing at the bounty board, looking at the bounties as you walk up to it. Okay, he's not going to walk up to it when people are looking at it, then. He's going to, like, <laughs> stand off to the side, prop up on a building, hood still up, and wait for them to move away from it. One of them pulls out, like, a little sketchbook and, like, sketches a couple of the different bounty photo, like, drawings into his little sketchbook and goes, Okay, we've got our targets, let's go. And they walk away from the bounty board. Okay, then he's going to go to the bounty board. He's going to take his off, fold it up, put it in his pocket, go to the general store. You walk into the general store. There's a guy standing behind a counter. What can I do you for? Oh, yes, I was told that you had maps here. 
that I could purchase? A map of what? I've got maps of all sorts of things. Um, just the area, mostly. Um, I'm looking... See, so yeah, I would like to travel north of here and find a big city that's not Loot Pool. Is that possible? Loot Pool's the only big city unless you're going to go to the, the dwarven capital city of Cafe. Hmm. What's it like there, do you know? Which is in the mountains. No idea. It's in the mountains, like inside the mountains. So it's so it's pretty well hidden, is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Interesting. So yes, I would like a map that takes me to there. I mean, I can. <laughs> he laughs a little bit. I can get you a map that takes you to Loot Pool, and then from Loot Pool you can go into the mountains. Oh, that works. So Loot Pool's touching these mountains, yes? Yeah, Loot Pool's built right at the base of them. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Who doesn't know that? Um. Okay, yes, I'll, um, how much for this map? Five silver. Ah, <laughs> uh, you jest. But seriously, like, I want the map. How how much for the map? Five silver. Five silver. Okay, he digs through his, uh... If you think you're gonna talk me down, you're not. <laughs> oh, I I wouldn't dream of it, sir. I, um... Oh, here's the problem. He's digging through his coin pouch. I don't have any silver. Can, can I give you a gold piece and we call it even? <laughs> yep. I'm good with that. And he takes the gold piece and pockets it. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you, sir. Uh, I will take my map and be on my way. Uh, so... Okay. He's gonna take this map and go outside and, like, look for an alleyway. He can, like, go hide in and look for the map and then head to Loophole. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't say there's alleyways, but there's, like, side yeah. streets you could walk into. So a not busy side street. It's kind of an open town. Yeah, it's not as busy. When you look through your map. Oh, well, I'll do this after I look at the map. Okay. What are you trying to find from the map? Like, just Yeah, he just or... wants to see, because he doesn't can... know how to get to Loot Pool. Um, like, I know, Brett knows it's probably just following the road that goes north, uh, like to get to Loot Pool, but he has no clue how to get to yeah. Loot Pool. Yeah, and from where you are, you can see that you need to travel east for a little while, because there's, like, this big, large body of water a little bit to your north, and then you need to travel east and then go north. Okay. So once... And it will take you straight Okay, so once he has his route picked out, he's gonna um, roll the map up, put it in his bag, and then he wants to go back to the bounty board before he leaves. He's gonna do the same thing again, make sure, like, no one's standing around it, um, and, uh... He wants to look at the bounty board and see if there's anything about Ada on the bounty board. Okay. Uh, make a perception roll. It's a 22. You don't see anything about Ada or any more posters of yourself on the bounty board. Yeah, and board. I guess with a 22, he would like, there's not even anything that could be Ada. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't see anything about Ada. You do notice like the guys who were by the bounty board earlier and were sketching are like looking at people in the town and like randomly just checking... People walking around the town. Whew, yeah, time to go. Um, he's going to head out of town as quick and casually as he can and follow his route. He's going to go east, body of water, and then north. You So you travel for a few hours and it starts to get dark. Do you camp or do you just keep going? Um, he would definitely camp. Um, how cold is it? Is it still snowing and stuff? It's there's not as much snowfall, but it is still okay. freezing. He would cold. get off the road. Um, his pro his intention would be to get off the road and walk like an hour off the road, but he wouldn't be able to go that long. So he actually walks like fifteen to thirty minutes off the road, and <laughs> and it's like here's this is close enough to an hour. 
Um, and then he's going to try to make a fire, meditate for four hours while he does so, and go back to the road. Oh, yikes. <laughs> make a perception roll for me. Did you know you rolled that visibly? That natural Yeah, 20? I don't know how to hide him. I just wanted to see what would happen. Eight yep. is my perception. <laughs> you go into your meditation, and then you come out of your meditation, and you get ready to start packing up. Or you, like, you move out of your meditation, I don't know, open your eyes or whatever you were doing, and sitting across from you from where you're camped out is Brax. Oh! And he's just sharpening his knife, looking at you. <laughs> oh! Pick the gods, I found you, Brax! I lost you. I, I, I was worried I'd never see you again. Oh, it's such a relief to, to see you again. <sighs> yes, you see, I'd almost forgot what it was like when you were here, and also realized now why it was so easy to lose you, you know, if, if you understand. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, I found... I found us a map. Get us the loot pool. That's what, um, see, I, I stepped away to get us this map, you know, in case you needed help getting the loot pool. And then I came back to where you were and I couldn't find you anywhere. And I thought, well, you know what? I know where he's going and thought I would just run into you in loot pool. But even better, you found me now. What, what great, great, great news for us both. Yes. Great. News. Yes. Great news. We're not going to loot pool. Where are we going? We have to go find a friend of mine. Well, see, even better that you found me, because I would have been in Loot Pool waiting for you. Yes. A place that you're not going. Ah, yeah. He looks at you and goes, You're with me until we complete this mission. Oh, of course I, of course I am. I, I, was, I was getting us, us a map. You just seem lost. But now it makes sense why I thought you were lost, because we're not going to Loot Pool. I understand now. I was just worried about He you. jingles one of the he he pulls off one of his vials that have like the liquid on it and he he looks at you and then you start to feel your body swelling and all of a sudden it feels like your like your 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 skin is puffing what up. What are you doing? I suggest you stay with me. As I've said, you lost a lot of blood. Brex and he jingles the vial a little bit. And how 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 did you find me? Let's just say I have a tracker. So Theron like swallows real hard, and then for the first time since him and Brax have been together, he just sits in silence for a for a long time. Brax nods, and then you start to feel the swelling. Like he puts the the vial back on his belt. And the swelling starts to go down, and you, and all of a sudden you're just like you're back to normal, like you didn't get hurt or anything. You just felt like you were swelling. Yeah, and he still just sits there quiet, like he. I, I don't think he talks to Brax for the rest of the day. Yeah, Brax just lets you pack up your stuff, and you guys head back west. You pass the town where you uh, you don't even you're in the woods, but you pass the town that you went into and got the map from, and then you keep traveling, and you travel for a few more weeks. Heading west toward Kellerman's Keep. And then one day he pulls you to the side. And it's like getting later in the evening. He goes, wait here. And he just disappears into the woods. And then a few hours later, he comes back in. And he's dragging along a human with him. Dragging like literally like they're dead? or No, like he treks in and the human treks in behind him and goes, 
He's coming with us. This is Dwight. And Dwight nods at you, and finally you have somebody who talks to you almost as much as you talk. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then you travel for a few more weeks, and winter starts to actually break. And you've been with Brax for like two months at this point now, and you and Dwight and Brax camp out on an over, like on a cliffside overlooking the city of Kellerman's Keep, which is on the coast. And he tells you that you're waiting here for somebody. And so you wait a few days, and he doesn't let you go into town. You and Dwight are both, like, stuck up here with him. Yes, I'm so tired of playing dice with Dwight. Then, Can't we please? Can we please go into town? Not yet. We're still waiting. One f- more friend. And then into camp, finally a tiefling walks in. And they look at you and look at Dwight, and Brax goes, ah. And he finally lets you guys go into town. And you go into town. What? I think Saren said, Theron said something like, Seriously, Brax, another stray? How many are we going to pick up? <laughs> I can't remember. It's yeah, so long like that. And then he goes, Oh, Brax is like, One more. But we'll meet him in town. And you go into town, and standing on the wharf to the boat that Brax is leading you is a human in full, like, Commonwealth regalia, chestplate and all, and he looks at the the four of you coming up to him, and he nods to Brax, and Brax goes, Ah, Gideon, it's time we set off. Sayavasha, they get worse every time. He, this one's seriously coming with us? Him? Yep. I brought him along just for you, I'm sure Theron. you did. And he smiles at you. I'm sure you did. And then... You spend two months on a boat with these guys. <laughs> yeah, Darren finds out they have to travel in this boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, you. You're you go into the Kellerman's Keep and you're like, oh, can we can we please stay at it in? Can we please stop here? And he's like, nope, we got somewhere to be. <laughs> and you walk. He leads you to the coast and he leads you to a wharf where there's like a large ship, and you see the Gideon and you're like. And he's like, there's our last one. You're like, okay, can we now go to the end? He's like, nope, get on board. (laughs) Get on board. (laughs) Time to set sail, Theron. Almost done with this mission. Oh, man. Theron would have such a bad freak out right there. (laughs) But with how much information Brax gives him, he probably assumes they're sailing to somewhere else in Kelstar. Yeah, that's true. I mean, also, as soon as you start the freak out, you like hear him clink his vials together on his what belt, do you do? and you like start to feel a little bit of swell. Yeah, he's he's like you start to feel a little bit of swelling in like your hand, and you look down, your right hand's getting oh, puffy. God. <laughs> and that's how you board the boat, and that's how Theron joins the gu- the group. <laughs> that's how the group joins Theron. Yeah, that's how the group joins Theron. Technically, he That's was weird. one of the, the, the founding fathers of the group. <laughs> founding fathers probably isn't the right word. He was just one of the originals. Not at all. It's interesting when I think about it, because, like, of, like, how each of these comes to be, like, joining Brax, because Brax is the leader, technically. And it's like, Dwight, well, Dwight worked for Nell Cor- Corkill, and he was working with Bartray. Like, that's what, that's why he was part of this because he was already working for this group and then like yeah haskell and- temper sent them to dwight Rex. and bartray knew either right when we did that story 
Yeah, D- Bartray was leading Dwight yeah. on that. You played Bartray right. for that whole thing. So, yeah, so that's why Brack said he was looking for a friend. Though he pretends it was just Dwight to Theron, but yeah, he actually went to find Bartray and Dwight. And then, so he gets Dwight because he's part of the thing. He gets Haskell because Temper sends Haskell to, to Brax. And then Gideon is sent with Brax because the Commonwealth knows Brax is going on this mission and wants somebody to make sure that it doesn't get fucked up. So Theron's really the only random one. Yeah, that's funny. Someone Brax just grabbed for the fun of it. Maybe it wasn't so random after all. Well, I mean, I was just about to say, I don't think Theron was a random grab for Brax, no matter what he says. I think he he knows more than he lets on. I mean, that's who Brax is. He definitely lets right. him, <laughs> knows him way more than he lets on most of the time about everything. He knows what a dozen is. Of course he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but because of him, we now have Brax's dozen, which I use as a <laughs> unit of measurement for all sorts of things. Adventuring Dimwits and Hyperactive Dragons is brought to you by a bunch of friends who decided to record their sessions just for the heck of it. Check out our Facebook and Tumblr at Adventuring Dimwits. To check out more of the world and our text-based adventures, join our Discord server. The link is in the episode description. Music provided by Parker Hyde, and I'm Orion, the DM. Catch you later!